Welcome to Victorious Living. God's realm has thoughts according to His Word. Man's realm has thoughts dictated by the limitations of his physical environment. Satan's realm has demonic thoughts that are against God, man, and all that is good. So what do we do? We make sure that we align ourselves with the thoughts of God. Welcome to Victorious Living with Pastor Charles Cowan. Today, Pastor Cowan shares with us giving thanks unto God as a way into His presence. We invite you to stay tuned to today's program. If you can't, we invite you to visit our website at victoriousliving.org. There you'll find other audio and video resources to help you in your Christian walk. And now here's Pastor Cowan as he shares giving thanks unto God as a way into His presence. Today I want to share with you on giving thanks to God is a, is a way into his presence. Giving thanks to God is a way or a means into his presence. We're going to begin in the 139th Psalm. But giving thanks to God is a way into his presence. And so the Bible teaches us that, or tells us to enter into his gates with thanksgiving and come before his throne courts with praise. So that's good instruction. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and come before his court with praise. Where, he, uh, where God himself is seated. And so here in the 139th Psalm in the 23rd verse, and uh, the, the, the writer of this Psalm is not, is not David, but uh, in fact, it's not listed who wrote it, but it's good. Uh, search me, O God. And the word search is the word for examine. Examine me, O Lord. In other words, what the writer's saying, he's saying, he's, he's, he's asking God to look on the inside of him. Look at his heart. Not just what he says, but look at his heart. Look, look at how he, uh, truth, uh, meaning, or uh, however you would want to word it, Examine me, O God, and know my heart. So God's looking at all of us. He's looking at us. And I think we should do what this writer said here. Examine me, and I believe that he is. Examine me, O God. And then he goes ahead and says, and know my heart. Examine me and know my heart. Try me. Now, how does he do that? He tries you or tries us, his people. He tries us with his word. In other words, when we, when we read something in the Bible that God instructs us to do, 
we are under trial or God is trying us to see what we do with it. Not that he doesn't know all things, but nonetheless, here it says, and he says, examine me, O God, and know my heart, know my motives, know my intent, know my heart, try me, and know my thoughts. So actually what this writer was asking is for God to turn him inside out and just see what's there. And so when we stop to think about it, there are three realms. There are three realms, domains and spheres of thought that a person can have. And you see in that verse we just read, try me and know my thoughts. And we know Paul writes over in the, uh, in the New Testament that uh, he talks to us about our thoughts. So he said, uh, or I said, there are three realms or, uh, or domains and spheres of thought that a person can have. God's realm of thought, man's realm of thought, and Satan's realm of thought. All of those three realms of thoughts, thinking is susceptible to a person or is available to a person in those realms. God's realm, let's think about that just for a moment. God's realm has thoughts according to his word. God's, God's realm has thoughts according to his word and not according to our circumstance. Not according to our situations that we may be presently dealing with in our life. And so God's realm has thoughts according to his word. Man's realm has thoughts dictated by the limitations of his physical environment. Satan's realm has demonic thoughts that are against God, man, and all that is good. So what do we do? We make sure that we align ourselves with the thoughts of God. Stay in the realm of God's thoughts. How do you do that? You do that by reading and meditating in his word. And so the highest realm of thought, as I've said, uh, the highest realm of thought is the realm of God's thoughts. And so if we really want to know what God thinks about you, we have to read the book. Or if we really want to know what God's thoughts are about world situations and circumstance, read the book. If we want to know what God has for us, or let me back up and say it this way. If we really want to know how God sees us, read the book. And so if we don't read the book, we're not going to get God's thoughts. But once we read the book, we are to arrange our thoughts around and upon what God has said not what I feel, 
but what God has said. So oftentimes people arrange things in their minds where God is concerned according to their realm of thinking, man's realm of thinking. And if you just look at our situation today in our nation and the nations of the world, we could really go out off from the deep end. But instead of doing that, we elevate our mind to think God's thought in this present world. Remember this, nothing is hidden from God. Nothing is secret to God. God knows it all. And so that writer says, examine, examine me. What's he, what's he wanting, to, wanting God to do, do? He's wanting God to search him, examine him, and try me and know my thoughts. So we've learned a long time, he's not going to try you with something he's not responsible for. He's not going to try me or you or anyone with sickness or disease. He's not going to try because that's not in the realm of God's thoughts. But Satan seeks to burden us down. When I say us people, he seeks to burden us down with thoughts that are contrary to God's realm of thought. And so what do we do? We've got our mind on ourselves as opposed to having our mind on God and what he has done for us. And so sometimes, you know, it's possible that a person may try to persuade God to think of them on the human level of their thinking because of their need in life or because of their desires for their life. So to fit God into our human realm of thinking for the purpose of persuading God to conform conform to our plans and purposes for our life instead of his, we must endeavor, ever endeavor, we must endeavor to fit God's plans and purposes for our life into our life. So what you've got to do, you've got to, you've got to fit the word of God into your life. And so sometimes, you know, I, that, that don't mean, you know, that you go around with a Bible on top of your head or you don't do something that makes you look spiritual or something. You do something in your personal relationship with God through his word and by the Holy Spirit that reveals itself through your actions. It reveals itself through what you say. It reveals uh, 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 through what you do. And so we seek and see then that, that sometimes people can try to persuade God to think of them on the human level of their thinking because of their need in life and desires for their life. And so that's why people get sometimes into the begging mode, into the beseeching mode. You get into a begging, beseeching mode. What are you trying to do? You're trying to persuade God to do something. If you're begging somebody, you're trying to get somebody to do something for you. Lord knows I would beg my mama for a nickel. When I was growing up, 
And uh, that was back in the day. Back in the day. And <laughs> way back in the day. But I used to beg mama for a nickel because you could get a foot sickle at the cafe for a nickel. And uh, I loved fudge sickles. Me and me and my brother, <laughs> we love fudge sickles. I'm looking right at him now. Uh, we love fudge uh, fudge sickles, and they cost a nickel apiece. And we begged mama, mama, can I just have a nickel? You better get out of here. Get out there and you know, get out of this house and get out there and play. And I'd go out, you know, we, we would go out, you know, and then about 10 minutes later, here we come again begging mama for a nickel. Because we desired a popsicle. Amen. Anybody ever had a desire for a popsicle? We had a desire for a popsicle. And a lot of times when we find ourselves in situations in life and we need something from God, then we can easily get over into the begging mode. Begging God. Oh God, do that for me. Rather than taking a look at what God's thoughts are toward your situation. Regarding what God has done concerning your situation. And, and, and reckoning or looking at what God is presently doing for your situation. It's our hope that today's message, Giving Thanks Unto God as a Way Into His Presence, has ministered to you. We invite you to come visit us at our website, victoriousliving.org. There you'll find audio of today's sermon and different resources and materials that can help you in your Christian walk. If you would like to request a free CD copy of today's message, you can do that by calling one 800 842-7896. Again, that number, 1-800-842-7896. If you would like to receive a free CD copy of today's message, request Offer 24. Today's special offer is 24. From Pastor Cowan and the congregation of Faith is the Victory Church, we'll be looking for you next time on Victorious Living.